them. But just think about the little things that God has done for you. Just praise God because he is a good God. And whatever you're praying about, I suggest that I'm going to give you a homework assignment. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I want each and every last person in here, get a sheet of paper. You don't have to do it now. But write down seven requests that you want from the Lord, a petition that you want. I don't care what it is. Let him know what you need. And I promise you, the next seven days or next year, with it, now, now you know what? Let me, let me go back. It's got to be his will because his will be done. Amen? All right? So write it down. Now, I've written some things down, decree and declare, and guess what? They've come to pass. It has come to pass. Now, back in the day before we were all born, you know, they wouldn't pray for cars and houses because they didn't have that. Okay? They prayed, God created me a clean heart. Um, Father, Lord God, um, my mind, pray for my mind, Lord God, pray for my feet so I can walk because they didn't have cars those days. So think about that, okay? I mean, now we pray for cars, now we pray for homes, but back in the day, they didn't have those things. Father, um, no weapon formed against me should prosper. Faith, faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. They knew, they knew that. They knew how to pray. They know how to pray. We know how to pray. I know we pray for cars. I know we pray for homes. I know we pray for our jobs, and that's okay. But sometimes you just got to pray the word, meditate on that word, and God will, he will, he will bless. But now you can't have your foot halfway in hell, halfway in heaven. He don't work that way. Now, I'm not trying to say we perfect because I'm not perfect. I'm not a saint. But I promise you, if you pray every day and bow before the Lord every morning when you touch that floor and just say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you for me being alive. God, I thank you because I know I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you for waking me up. I thank you that I'm in my right frame of mind in the name of Jesus. Because somebody didn't make it. But guess what? You did. So stop crying. Stop being so upset because you don't get the little things. Pray for your neighbor. They need prayer. Pray for that young lady at the job. She might have an attitude with you. That man might be mad at you. But guess what? Pray for them. There was a young lady I went to the hairdresser. And I said, why does she have an attitude? And she's in my hair. And she works for my cousin. And I mentioned the Lord. And I thought that girl was going to burn me. Because I mentioned Jesus. But I prayed. Now, we could I could have went off on her. But some told me don't do it. When I went to the hairdresser yesterday... Miss Lene, you would look so pretty in this. Miss Lene, you, do, you know why? Because I prayed for her. I was still, and I prayed for her, but I'm telling you, I wanted to knock that girl out because she was in my hair being so nasty towards me and had an attitude, but don't do it. Just remember, Lene, your spirit, when you want to get mad at somebody, boy, even this week, Apostle Buford, you warned us. You warned us. I'm on the highway. I'm on the highway. This truck almost ran me off, and I'm not going to tell you what I said. Yeah, I said it. I said, I'm human. I said, you so, so, so. Lord Jesus. The truck almost ran me off the highway. I couldn't be here today. I said, I said, that's okay, uh, uh, Apostle. They don't want me to minister about what I want to minister to. I said, but devil, you are a liar. Driving halfway, getting home from my, to my um, house, five minutes away. Smoke just blew up in my face. I could not see anything. And I'm like, oh my God, this is why it's so important to know the Lord. Amen. And at that time, I didn't think about Jesus. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. And then I said, okay, now what am I going to do? Do not panic. That's what they teach me at the airlines. You know, you're safe, you don't panic. I didn't panic. 
and I turned on my hazard lights. But I mean, it was just white smoke. I said, wow. we're ready to go to the rapture. What's, what's going on? I didn't know. I did not know. But God, God is faithful. Yes, he is. So I immediately, I didn't panic, and I made a left. And I said, Lord, if I go across this highway, I pray nobody didn't hit me. But guess what? I had the angels. That's why when you pray, you pray before you get out of your bed, in your bed, in your bathroom, whatever your throne is, wherever your room, in your closet, the war room, just say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you for my ministry and angels being capped around me every day. Because if you don't pray like that, sometimes things happen. I thank God for apostles. I thank God for my friends praying for me. Thank God for yourself. I thank God for my grandmothers, our, you know, forefathers that prayed for us way long time ago who are deceased right now. I thank God for them. Because some of the things I've been through, Lord have mercy. I thank God that I went to church with my grandmother every Sunday and going to Bible study with her and they falling out in the Holy Ghost and spiritual church. I thank God for my grandmother. Now, some things I didn't like what they did, but, you know, I thank God that she, she was a saved woman with the white uniforms, with the white hats. Possibly, y'all know about that? But I was raised in the church. I mean, I would, I mean, I felt I would go out, I would go out to parties, but I tell you, I felt so convicted, I would go to church. I was Catholic for a long time, Apostle Rosen. I was a Catholic for a long time, but I always knew Jesus. It's always good to know Jesus. And I don't care what you do. You know what I mean? Just, just say, God, forgive me. Change me from my wicked ways. Create in me a clean heart. And let me tell you something. Every time you go before the Lord, don't you just get up and pray. Wash your hands. You ask God to create in me a clean heart. Change me from my wicked ways. And then you pray. Because your thoughts sometimes, yeah, I said that. Yeah, your thoughts sometimes might not be of God. Sometimes you might want to knock somebody out of your job. Or maybe curse about I'm just keeping it real. You know, you just have to, we're human, people. That's why we have to pray every day. Amen? We have to pray every day. Now, Apostle, this wasn't even in my, my message, but God took me there. But I want to tell you this. We have to believe. We have to have faith. We have to trust. We have to stay humble. And we must pray and fast and even speak in tongues. Amen? We have to do that. Um, Brother Kirk, can you play that song for me? Um, the, the Marvin Sapp song for me. Yeah. But God is good. Woo. Are you all getting something out of this today? Yes. 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 Oh, I'm not done yet. keep going okay um if you find it you could play it okay i have a testimony i would like to give um i was at work last week a lady said to me on the phone this is one of the, the um, co-workers and she said there's something about you and i said mm. she said that how did she say this she said the anointing is over you now i don't i didn't know this lady now this was like maybe three or four days ago and I said, well, how do you know? She said, I know there's a light on you. And I said, ain't that something? 
I was just like, I said, ain't that something? I'm not supposed to, I'm in corporate America, I'm not supposed to talk like that. I said, I don't care, they can find me if they want to. I said, well, what made you say that? The Holy Ghost. And she sounded just like a little angel. She was talking like that, and she said, I love you in the name of the Lord. I was messed up the whole day. <laughs> but isn't that amazing how the Lord sends people to, and, and that dad was having a really bad day, who comes and encourages you? I thought that was just awesome. Do y'all like get, get people like that to come to you and that's yeah. This is it. Oh my god, this song is gonna bless you guys. This is um Marvin Sapp. We made it through. Experience loss at a major
Praise God. Praise God. We made it. We made it through. Amen. Let's, yes, glory to God. Let's turn to Psalm 23, verse 6. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of, of the Lord forever. Now that scripture right there, we know that by heart. Amen. We should know it by heart. Because that scripture right there will surely, surely bless you. Let's go to Psalm 24, verses um, 7 through 8. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. I'm going to go further. Not, I'm going to go all the way to 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. And who is the king of glory? Who is the king of glory? The Lord almighty he is the king of glory. Amen? Amen. We're going we to be free in here today. We're going to be set free. One more. Psalm 25. 1 through 2. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. And you I trust. We trust the Lord, people. Oh, my God. Do not let me put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. I'll go a little further. I'm sorry. No one whose hope is in you will never be put to shame, but they will be put to shame who are treacherous without an excuse. Amen. That scripture will bless you too. We're going to go to Acts 10 verses 1 through 18. Okay, amen. Okay. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius. I don't know if you all are familiar with Cornelius. Now, he wasn't a disciple. He was a, he was a soldier. Right. Um, a centurion in what was known as the Italian regiment. He was Italian. And all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously like we do, to those in need and pray to God regularly. This guy prayed to God regularly. When he say regularly, every day. And that's what we do. What will we should do? <laughs> One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. Cornelius had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel 
Can you imagine we see an angel? And I know we do, some of us do. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon. We all know who Simon is. Who is called Peter. He is staying with Simon, the tanner whose house is by the sea. Now when the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. This is Peter's vision. About noon on the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He went up on the roof. He, become, he became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. Have we done that before? He saw heaven open. My God. Oh, my God. Mm, can you imagine? He saw heaven open and something like a large sheep being let down. Just imagine a closure. Just imagine a, a large sheep being let down to earth by its four corners. And it contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles on the earth and birds of the air. Then a voice told him, get up, Peter, kill and eat. <laughs> kill and eat. Surely not, surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice, now that sounds like a Jewish person. You know how Jewish people, they don't, you, you know how they, they are. Everything is kosher. Amen. Okay. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything pure. Excuse me. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. So when you pray over your food, whether it's pork or whatever you eating, you pray over your food. Amen. We got to pray over our food every day because you don't know what's in there who prepared the food. That's why people now today make their own food because you don't know what they do in these restaurants. I'm sorry, but I... <laughs> okay, that's right. Okay, so this happened three times and immediately the sheep was taken back to heaven. So it was, it was going back to heaven. While Peter was wondering about many of the vision, the men sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out asking um, if Simon was known as Peter was staying there. Now they just being nosy. <laughs> while Peter, okay, we're going to go all the way to 22, okay? So while Peter was still thinking about the vision, the Spirit said <clears throat> to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. So get up. And go downstairs. Do not hesitate. Go quickly. Do not go. Okay, go with them. For I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the men, I am the one you're looking for. Why haven't you, why have you come? The men replied, 
We have come from Cornelius, the I cannot pronounce that, the Citroen? Citerian. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all the Jewish people. You see? A holy angel told him to have you come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guests. Amen. So God saw Cornelius' sincere faith, his prayers, and generous giving were a memorial offering before God, a sacrificial offering to the Lord. God answers the sincere prayers of those who seek him by sending the right person or the right information at the right time. And remember I was telling you, you have to be at the right place at the right time because God is in the blessing business. I don't care what you say, you have to believe and know that God is in the blessing business. Amen? I just wanted to take you all there. And it says here to pray. I know we all know how to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for calling me to be a fellow workman, a joint promoter, and a labor together with you. I commit to pray and not give up. We don't want to give up. No matter how bad the situation is, what's going on, don't give up. Jesus, you are the son of God, and I will never stop trusting you. You are my high priest, and you understand my weakness. God understands our weakness. So I come boldly to the throne of my gracious God. There I receive mercy and find grace to help when I am in need, when we need it. Amen. There are times when I do not know what ought to pray for. I go through that sometimes. Holy Spirit, I submit to you. We do have to submit to the Holy Spirit, your leadership, and thank you for interceding for us with groans that words cannot express. You search hearts and know the mind of spirit because you intercede for the saints in accordance with all with the will of God. Therefore, I'm assured and know that with God being a partner in my labor, all things work together are fitting into a plan for my good, for my good, because I love God. We love God. Amen. And I am called according to his design and purpose. Sometimes when we pray, we have to ask God, what is our purpose on this earth before you bring me home? What, what is my purpose? It doesn't all have to be the time being a minister. It could be, you know, something on your job to help God's people on the job. Amen. You could be at the grocery store. Um, God put on my heart to bless you. I've done that before. Do that. Work downtown. I, the other day, God put on my heart to give this homeless guy $5. I said, $5. I said, Lord, but I said, okay. And when he blessed the $5, I got blessed the following week. You see what I'm saying? So you don't know how the Lord is going to bless. Amen. And, and, and don't be so quick to say, well, I'm not giving a homeless person my money because they could be on drugs. They could be. They could be an alcoholic. They could be. But when God tells you to give, just give. Don't worry about who they are, what they do, because God's going to bless you anyway. Stop judging. That's right. That's right. You don't know. I mean, really, God came to me. I need some coffee. I said, I shouldn't give him nothing with his attitude, but I went, I went back in the McDonald's and gave him some coffee. I gave him some coffee. And then he got humble. He said, thank you. I said, you're welcome. God bless you. God bless you, ma'am. I said, thank you, Jesus. I want, I'm in Chicago. They rough, y'all. They rough. Jesus. Good Lord. 
That's that Chicago attitude. Me some, I need some coffee. <laughs> I'm going to start bringing my tracks. That's what I'm going to start doing. Therefore, I'm assured and know that with God being a partner in my labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for my good because I love God and I'm called according to his design and purpose. I resist temptation to be anxious about anything, but in every circumstances and every Thing by prayer and petition. Defiant requests. Like I was telling you guys, have a request for the Lord. Tell him what you want. You know, decree and declare, and he will truly bless. Amen. Amen. With thanksgiving, continue to make my wants and the wants of others known of God. Whatever I ask for in prayer, I believe it. I believe that it's going to come to pass. I really do. It will. You got to trust God. I know sometimes it's hard. I believe that it is granted to me and I will receive it. Believe it and you will receive it. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now sometimes we can't see it, but we got what? We got the faith. Amen? And I just want to say this so, okay. Don't be anxious for anything. I just heard that. Holy Spirit said, do not be anxious over anything. God's got you. He knows what you need, even before you come to him to pray. Whether it's for money, house, car, he knows what you need. You're going through your girlfriend, your boyfriend. He already knows. He already knows. So just give it to God. And sometimes parents, grandparents, just be still and know that I don't know why I'm going there. Just be still, grandparents. Just be still, parents, and know that God is with you. Sometimes if you just be quiet, be still, and pray on them, God will change it. He will change it all. Mary, I see you smiling over there. But, you know, seriously, just give it to God, Connie. Give it to God. I know sometimes you want to knock folks out with your little bitty self. But, Connie, just give it all to God. Give it all to him. Apostle Rose, I know what you're just saying. <laughs> give it to God. Give it to God. And he... Oh, uh, see? <laughs> but it's going to be okay, people. It's going to be all right. God's going to change it around. I prayed for my sister, and her and her husband got woke her up at 4 o'clock in the morning. He wanted a divorce like, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. She got up. She said, okay. I'm not going to tell you what she said to him. But, but anyway, I prayed about it. I kept praying because, you know, God doesn't really believe in divorce. But I'm, I tell you this thing. I prayed for her, I prayed for them, and guess what? They are remarried. They got remarried, I want to say, in August. So God is good. You just have to trust God. You have to just shut up, be quiet, and it's so hard. Because I used to have a temper. I still do sometimes. But you just have to ask God to. I mean, you know, he's a forgiving God. And I also want to say this. I don't know who this is for, but in order for you to receive, you have to pray for forgiveness. And that could be for all of us. We got to forgive. Because if you don't forgive, you're not going to get what you asked for. Now you're going to get some of it, but you're not going to get all of it. I don't. It could be for all of us. But I, I'm just going there. I don't know why you took me there, but I'm going there. Forgive your family members. Forgive your brother, your sister. And Lord knows, I'm talking about family right now. I'm not talking about nobody in this church. I'm just talking about our family. They're the hardest to deal with. Lord, have mercy. Am I not right, brother? It's so hard. Forgive these people. Forgive our family. Forgive them. 
And then God's going to forgive us. Okay? Pray that prayer. Clean, give me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart, God. Okay? Thank you, Apostle Rosa. Okay? Pray that prayer every day and watch God change some things around. He's changing some things around in my family. I used to cry to him and Apostle Rosa, possibly by my stepmother. Baby Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I was like, tell Danny, she just hate me. She just don't like me. Anything I say to her. And you and look, you know, we all are spiritual. We we know when people like us or don't like us. I, when I would hug her, so she just pushed me back. I just felt that spirit just pushed me back. And I said, I love her. I love her, Lord. I love her. But oh, if I could just knock her out. But, Pastor, you were right. Emma, you were right. I, I laid on her and I loved her. And she looks at me like I'm crazy sometimes. Because I think the spirit of her just can't believe it. And we're fine. We're good. But see, that was me. Because, you know, sometimes people, we have to be bigger than that person. No matter how they treat you, you got to love the hell out of them. Excuse me, Pastor. I just say that. You got to love them. Woo! I don't know who this is for, but you got to love them anyhow, anyway. And watch God change some things around. I told you what happened with that hairdresser yesterday, I mean Friday. So if he could do it with her, you know he could do it with any of us. I want to pray about healing. I want to say something about healing. We know that by his stripes, I am healed. Now, I don't know whoever's, go, who, whoever's going through something right now, just believe and decree and declare to know that you are healed. You have to trust God. You have to meditate on the word. Go to these scriptures. Go to this Bible. This is your word. This is your life right here. Yeah. Believe God. We have to trust God. Connie believed him. You know what she went through. I believed him. You know what I went through finding my husband on the floor, and I, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be remarried again. Yes, I will, because he told me before he died. He said, Nay, with anything that happens to me, I want you to get remarried. I want you to be happy. And I told him the same thing. Because we don't know when our time or when our day is up. We don't know. But we have to trust God, and we have to believe in the name of you. So what I want to now. This is not part of my message, but if anybody that's going through in their bodies, I'm asking you right now to come up for prayer. If you're hurting, if the doctor told you something, you don't believe it, you don't have to believe it, be trusting God, come up for prayer right now. That's going through in their bodies. That needs some healing. You're already healed. You know by your stripes, he says, I'm healed. Amen. Amen. Brother Kirk, can you put um, <clears throat> some music on for us or I don't know, let, let the Holy Spirit use you? And when you feel like coming up, helping me, and we'll see. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> 